welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. Ow! My name is Caitlin, and with me today are... Jake! Chris! Nope, it doesn't work on a vowel. Ames. Oh, God. Episode 119, wherein we do something totally unusual and new and exciting. We're going to talk about two episodes of The Next Generation. What? I know. First, we're going to discuss relics. Basically, everybody... So, uh, Scotty shows up, and he somehow managed to keep his pattern inside of... The transporter forever and ever, even though like two episodes ago, there were like 40 seconds! He's but Scotty, he can do whatever I was gonna he say, wants. O'Brien is not Scotty. The power of mustache, come on. Yes, that's true. I mustache you a question. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Anyway, he's here. Oh, God. Doing his best honor. <laughs> Ah, but yeah, so Scotty is uh, on board a ship upon which he was a passenger. It's the Janolan, and the Janolan accidentally crash-landed onto a Dyson Sphere, They're which cool. is like a big Tupperware around a star. It's a bad sort game. of. Yeah, fine. I don't know. It's a, like a Hoover? As opposed to the Dyson oh, Cyclones. Oh, a Dyson fucking A. You're, ugh. Uh, they also make hair dryers. The Dyson Ball. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I've already gone longer than I said I would, but basically everyone treats Scotty like shit because he's been out of the loop for 75 years and he's got questions and concerns. And it's it only relic. And it only takes him about five minutes to hate Jordy as much as the rest of us do. So that's nice. And basically, eventually, they have to fucking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that shit and be like, Scotty, with your 5,000 years of chief engineering, won't you get us the fuck out of this bullshit? <laughs> And he's like, oh, you've been a bunch of cunts, but I'll help you this time. And he does, and that's it. Happy day. He does that by jamming the Janolin into a closing, I don't even know what. Hatch? Hatch thing. I'm a spaceship, not a doorstop. Until they can blow it up, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, that's relics. It was... I love Bone as the spaceship. That's amazing. (laughs) And then uh, in Schism's... Bored now. Yeah, literally, that's it. Just schisms. Ames just fell asleep. People on board the Enterprise are tired and losing time, and it turns out it's because they've been abducted. The end. Basically. Great. Yeah, that's what sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, so, relics. I think the best part about relics, aside from Scotty showing up, which is obviously great, is all the callbacks we get to There's the original series, and it's delightful. It makes, it makes me wonder how this this episode would be to people who didn't watch the original series mm. i think they're i think it's pretty well acknowledged if you're a fan of star trek the next generation you yeah but like you know, like like people too young that they didn't get a chance to watch them or haven't seen this particular episodes that yeah, you mentioned but again, like who watches but a i think i think i think it's i think it's kind of an an in joke at the same time right because it's on one hand it's the old the old salt regaling the young men with his yeah. with tales of his exploits and then on the other you know and that's like the first like and that's something that is an identifiable trope mm. in seamanship and then there's you know and then it works seamanship in well this. you know in you know the old salt like the old sailor at the mm. at the pub I remember when Davy Jones himself bit me in the Balzac. <laughs> I was teabagging the sea, and he came up. (laughs) (laughs) Teabagging the sea. Isn't that what they did at the uh, Boston Tea Party? Yeah. Hey. Hey Hey-oh. Anywho. Thank you. So, yeah. So, that on that level, it just works. I think that most people that weren't familiar with the episodes he was referencing would get it on that level. But then the in-joke, the extra in-joke for people that were original series fans is, oh, he's referencing actual things that I remember about the show. Oh, yeah, Psy 2000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that... What I think is a little weird is one of the stories he he tries to tell the guy that's shown him to his room is about the time he was accidentally space jacked the Ripper and killed a bunch of prostitutes. Yeah. Or I had a bad time that day. Yeah, he's like, I got into some trouble down regular. And he's I like, turned oh. out it was just a little pig. <laughs> let me in, let me in. Dear, dear, dear. Of all the season, whatever that was, episodes to pick. Two? 
Mm. Well, I mean, there's not all that many episodes that had a lot of Scotty. That's true. true. Yeah, he was often just kind of there helping out. Almost yeah. getting control of the ship, but not quite. Yeah. It was never a good idea when he had control of the ship. True. You guys ever get attacked by a giant green hand in space? Well, yes. Oh, no, no a blue, we've a met blue that face. face. Yeah. Mm, What's true. his name again? Nagila. You guys always remember his name. I have no idea. I never remember. So, you know, one thing that struck me is obviously he's doing a lot of reminiscing and it kind of culminates in the scene where he recreates the Enterprise bridge on the mm-hmm. holodeck. No A, no B, no C, no, no bloody D. D. Um... And, uh, you know, and I, I couldn't help but think, like, okay, yeah, he's he's remembering the old times, but let's not forget, I mean, McCoy is presumably still alive, because he was alive yeah. In, yeah. Far, in Farpoint. Three, four years ago. So he might be dead by now, but there's no evidence for that. And Spock, we Spock's know, is still alive. being a Romulan. He's on Romulus, yeah. but he is still around. We, we don't know what's happened, I mean, it, at this point in time, we don't know what's happened to any of the re- rest of the crew. Yeah. But presumably... Presumably dead. Because they're because hu- most of them are humans. No, no, with McCoy. Oh, well, yeah, McCoy well, was true. McCoy was the oldest one. Presumably in alive. diapers somewhere. Diapers. Diapers. Thank you. I loved that. There was yeah, actually. Good. Go, you know, if you want to talk about diapers, do it now. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk about Scotty. Great. Well, I'm going to talk about Scotty as well. Uh, there was a massive scene between him and Troy that got cut. Oh, mm. thank God. No, it, it sounds like it would have been good. Apparently, I haven't seen it. Apparently, it exists in like deleted scenes on a DVD that I have not seen. But it's all her telling, you know, you know going to him after his chat with Jordy, and she's just chatting with him, and you know, making sure he's settled in. And she asks him, "Do you want to know what happened with any of the other of your other crewmates?" And he says, "No, I, I, I don't. I don't think I'm ready to hear that." And you know, just as you know, some of them died, and he's not ready to hear if anyone died yet, kind of thing. Or even if you know, McCoy's eight thousand years old and <clears throat> patrolling around with Data. McCoy is um, still wiping his own ass. <laughs> but yeah, they cut this scene, and they you know it would have been like him realizing, "Oh, you're a counselor. I'm not. I'm not I don't need your. I'm not crazy woman. I'm, I don't need your your counseling. I'm gonna go to the bar, get me some some green drink." I I've been told that you got the better counselor in the bar. Mm. Data. Mm. I also just feel like if they had left it in, we would have needed her to fall in love with him because that's what she does best. Troy, oh my god, fall in love with every man on the ship. But yeah, no, it it does. It does explain that though. You think at some point they're gonna like, you know, actually, a lot of your friends are still, you know, around. Do you think she would have told him that she was an empath? Do you think she'd be like, by the way, I'm an empath? Because she hasn't got to tell anybody that for a little while. In fact, there was even there's a, there's a reference where Scotty says something something uh, falling in love, and I'm th- I'm thinking, what woman is Scotty thinking of? Ahura, Mira Romaine, that chick from one of the episodes, or is it Mares? <laughs> oh my, it's Mares. <laughs> they are so uh, weird. They are they 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 have finally had their species name mentioned formally in canon. What is it? Cation. That's stupid. It sounds like yeah. it was in um, the first episode of the uh, second season of Discovery. Oh, really? Someone mentions a vacation in uh, like an offhanded way. A vacation. Spoiler alert, Chris. Jeez. So you know you say that, but somebody got really, really angry at a friend of mine because she mentioned that there was a Tribble in the first Kelvin timeline film. Someone was like, "That's a spoiler. Don't tell me about the Tribble." And I was like, "Are you actually fucking kidding?" Yeah, that's that's a little. It's a little much. That's what I'm saying. So. You're, you're does Kirk get his but... shirt ripped? Don't tell me. Yes, do, do, do they does. fly on the Enterprise? No, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm um, going to see it eventually. So there, there was a moment in the episode that was sort of like, Jake, could you make that nerd noise for me? <laughs> Thank you. It was cute. <laughs> I'm sure you could make that noise. We need, I've we tried need before and failed. That. We need to like s- fucking bottle that and Yeah, sell. no, I ended up hacking. Uh, it That's didn't go fine. Well. Same difference. But so I, I, it was cute, but also made me think that because when they re-energize Scotty, it's like a TOS sound effect and, and the glitter. orange glitter. Yeah, they dug the glitter out from storage. Oh, <laughs> but, but like, were they not using that by the time of the film? Well, yeah, therefore, no. it, it had become the big blue with the diamond. Yeah, but the... it was it, that was a no. Was they a were fan they No, were, I know that like, was straight the, even up. The staff, the staff was fan wanking all over this episode like crazy. Yeah. Like to make the the bridge on the enter the original Enterprise scene happen, they, they only, had to masturbate in tandem. They did. Well, no, they only <laughs> created that uh, the slice of it that you can see. Like nothing else was there. Okay. They used 
archival footage for the full shot. They got a chair that they borrowed from a fan who made it for a con. Wow. And they built, like, the various walls by studying, like, the archival footage for for days and days on end to make sure that they got the fucking paint color right. It's always good when nerds nerd. Yeah. Because in the 60s, they used color filters, but now they're not using color filters, so they don't know what fucking color to use. So they had to use, uh, they had to just judge it. (coughs) They had to get their Pantone color maps out. Yeah, yeah. That was actually another note I made when uh, they're on the bridge. Scotty jettisoned virtual Finney. Yeah, he stuck his, he stuck the, the, right on the, right on the panel. And I'm like, dude. You just killed some sort of holodeck Finney. They keep those in the, in the holodeck for for that reason. Yeah, I was going to say, he probably literally was like, put, put Finney in the Jeffrey's tubes. My, my other, moment was actually from the same thing where it was like so please specify which enterprise and you know no bloody abcd but then it's like well i mean sure but then shouldn't it be even more needly like because the, there was the a pipe version carrier, the... oh that's true there was the yeah. pipe well oh, you, you mean, said yeah. 1701 but it's like so you've got the the pike version the second run version you've got the refit version i'm just saying if this you know how mm. how pedantic are you computer also, I've already got an answer for anyone goes, they said there were only five. What about the NX-1? That predates the Federation. Ah. Because the computer says Federation <laughs> ships called Enterprise, not uh, Starfleet. That's true. Wow. Fair point. Take that, other nerds. Mm. Take that, Chris, when he was realizing this. <laughs> See, this so, is why it's all good to be a pedantic... You get to feel so good about it. I'm surprised you didn't go to engineering. I mean, that's. I know that was what I was thinking. Go to the. You know how much of a pain in the ass it would have been to rebuild that. Yeah, Mm. that's really what it comes down to. Might be, yeah, because they kept nothing. He did go straight to uh, his little corner. Yeah, they specifically recreated recreated that pie slice. Mm. Yeah, and so now what I was a little interested in is (laughs) what door did they enter the bridge from? Because did the did the did the urban pecan did the so 1701, did it actually have a... Turbo shaft? A turbo shaft on that side of the bridge? No, it only had the one door at That's the back. That's what I thought. So where, where did So they that just it? had to be like a pure... Like the arch? Yeah, the arch. Mm. Of the well, I mean, holodeck. it is the holodeck. I mean... That's true. Usually usually you don't <laughs> enter... Yeah, that's true. I guess whenever you, you enter the holodeck... You just have, like, are there. Um, that's true. I also did read that they'd also been planning to have a fake reunion on the holodeck with young versions of all of the original crew... But they cut that because it would have been very expensive, and also I don't think it was needed at all. Yeah, and also yeah, no. stupid. Although I would yeah. love to see more bones. See more bones. Yeah, they I do just... a. Um, there's, there's. I mean, this is the first of two times that they do like any kind of TOS crossover episodes. Um, when you say they, do you mean Star Trek generally? Like, are you... I guess no. This is the first of three crossover episodes uh yeah. in star trek same question generally so there's like, are there's you one, counting there's trials one, and tribulations i think that's, that's the one yeah, specifically yeah, so referencing yeah so that so that's one. the that's no, the big one. Oh, that's fabulous. that's the one that most people think of because that in that one they actually do by that time you know that's probably another five years down the road but they do a fair amount with um CGI? Yeah, CGI and especially like splicing they, like, footage together. Like, basically ooh. Forrest Gump some shit. Com- compositing. Forrest Gump some shit? Yeah, because they do that in Forrest Gump. They How they put, splice they Tom Hanks put into Tom a bunch Hanks of... into scenes uh-huh. with Nixon oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. How does it feel to be an All-American? I got to pee. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they do that sort of thing with the DS9 cast and the TOS cast. And it actually works pretty well. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the other time is just... they. It's an it's a uh, enterprise episode. Oh boy! So oh, that one I don't know about. Yeah, oh, it's that's so good. good. But I've seen Trials and Tribulations. Yeah. Are there? Tests? Oh, is it a mirror? Yeah, it's a, one? it's a it's a wank. Oh. It's a major. It really wank. is. Oh boy! So speaking of wank, <laughs> no, um, disagree. I would say this is safely a better fan wank episode than Unification, Unification. was. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say for Hands sure. Down. The thing is, the thing is, here's the thing. I'm looking at this episode. It's very wanky. It is. It's yeah. super, super wanky. It is. Unification, not at all wanky. Or or minimal. Minimal yeah. wankiness. I would but say But just more, not a great episode. I would say because more it's confusing and drawn out. Well, it's more right, fan servicey than wanky, I would say. If, yeah, like if this you can see the difference. This one has more fan service. But as far as like the two episodes that feature old TOS a- actors. Sarek. Excuse me. Sarek's the best all around. We, of the ones that 
feature yeah, the main cast main cast TOS actors returning. But yes, Sarah, this is better than Unification by far because like I think it's just different. I'm see the thing is I was a little bit nonplussed by this just because it's so. It's it's there and for, for entirely to be servicey. It's it's let's cram as many TOS references in as we can. The the plot was fine. I loved the Dyson Sphere idea. Mm. I wish we got to explore more of that. Like the people who left, why you know, and learn more about you know what what, what their lives were, they why they now. why they left. We well, because the star was going. They probably got bored oh, that's true. Or but yeah, but but just seeing more of that would have been very interesting. Mm. But instead, we're see we see. It's crammed together with a Scott episode, which kept it kind of superficial. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Dyson Sphere then. I uh, love the Dyson. So yeah, sphere. I mean that is, I mean a Dyson Sphere is a real theoretical uh, theoretical thought experiment about how you could, given enough resources, you could build something like that. Well, it's meant to harness the energy of the star, right? Yeah, yeah the idea basically being you build a shell around a star yeah. at about the distance that. Is the habitable zone so about yeah, where the Earth Goldilocks is. zone? Yeah. So if you and Just you right. know, as data says, mm-hmm. the surface area of or the interior surface area of something like that would be enormous, immeasurably huge. Yeah. Like wait, they, is it in the same? It was like half a million kilometers, or it was way more than that. I don't remember. They did. They said a number. He, he, he said how many? He said it was like some hundreds of thousands of M class, the surface area of M class planets. Oh, like, okay. Then I yeah. so something like that. I'm remembering the wrong um, set of numbers. Then. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like imagine how far away the Earth is from the Sun. Now, at that point, make a ball around the Sun. Yeah. And that is your surface area on the inside. Oh yeah, humongous. Yeah, and that's why it is not in any way a practical idea like it would it would literally take more resources to construct yeah. than are available in many solar systems and i almost feel like we don't really see how fascinating this thing is in this episode because at the same time we're trying to figure out this, this some other thing we're just studying it we're not talking about what it means mm. Yeah, and also well, Scott we, is there. Talk about like, what it means. Yeah, and Scott is there getting on everyone's nerves. <laughs> Poor Scott, no respect. There's a, there's other Dyson esque. Oh, yeah, we talked about we talked about Ring World. Yeah, at one so point. there's there's the there's the Dyson Ring, which is basically instead of building an entire shell, you just build like a strip that is yeah. essentially in orbit, like which the, still it, gets that you know that much more energy from the sun yeah. than you would. Um, mm. And then uh, the other one I've heard, and this is. Potentially, not really practical, but more and more practical would be the Dyson Swarm, which is not in the same sense where you would really live necessarily. So instead of instead of having a shell, you basically have a whole bunch of like basically satellite like platforms huh. that are in orbit around a star. Are they also revolving? They might be. I like don't know. Collecting yeah, energy collecting from sol- it. So like solar panels, like solar panels in space. In space. Yeah. <laughs> Because you, you figure the sun at any given point in time today, the sun is putting energy enough, like thousands, perhaps millions of times more energy onto the surface of the earth than we are demanding right. for human use. Uh-huh. And we're just not using any of it. We're all using some small amounts. Trees use it. Plants use it. We don't use all that much other than... In which we use plants. In a Futurama episode, Nixon builds a Dyson fence to keep out the immigrants. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Um, you know, the Dyson wheel is way older than the Dyson fence, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up because I, I bet you y'all are cool with it. How did everyone like the green drink? It was good, yeah. Yeah, yeah? I'd like some, I please. No I hated it. Why? I thought it was forced... And I thought neither character in that scene was in character. So what, they, what the, the scene is, you know, Scotty goes to 10 forward. Data is back being a bartender again, which is fine because he, he does ex- have experience being a bartender. We, yep. all, we all saw him be a bartender. Tips. Many tips. Many fun. times, actually. Yeah. He happens to know where, where Guidance Statue is, which is right in front, in front of him because he knows. And Scotty asks, oh, oh, what's what's that since it's not your fucking Synthahulk garbage? And Data looks at it and says, oh, there's no label. What do I do? I'll sniff it. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's green. That is not at all what Data would do, because Data is a perfectionist asshole. He would take a small sip, analyze it with his computer brain, and, and give a list it. of ingredients. Right. And then Scotty would take the bottle and say, eh, it's green. 
There! Fixed your fucking joke, writers. That Fuck is, yeah, you! But, but that the, is but better. The, whole, but the, the, the joke was that because there was a time when Scotty said it's green. Yeah, and he should say it again. It shouldn't be Dana. Yeah, I agree. She's right. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't have a. I have no issue with He's it. He's just mad he didn't think of it. He is. Man, I guess I. I just kind of was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't get the reference, so for me, I just thought it was cute. But you're right. You forgot that he called a, a, a green. I did. Before? Chris Aww. reminded me on the way here, but I had forgotten about yeah. green. That was one of his finest moments. I know. Well, right up there with that time he killed he all those drunk? women and. One of those aliens that turned people into styrofoam D twenties. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they played you know that. That's what this episode was missing. Yeah. They should have used that they at least did. once. They really should have brought back some of those. I was going to say, you know what they should have brought back was. That's, that's what this needed. This needed a ridiculous TOS music cue. Oh. On top of its eight thousand other things. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it was it was certainly filled to the brim. But I th- I thought it was delightful. You know, yeah, I thought yeah, the, yeah. I thought the you know the references was it what was everything in place in character? No, but I don't know. I thought it did what it, it was trying to do. It accomplished yeah. its goal, which was to bring a beloved character back and uh, get into some hijinks. Yeah, well, it was you know kind of like. You know, some of Loxana's more recent outings, it's it's a story about someone struggling with aging. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they could, they could have deepened it a little more. I don't know how, because, like, you you see all the all the elements are there. Like, the chat with Picard on the bridge yeah. is a really nice chat with Picard yep. on the bridge. Mm-hmm. The, the him and Jordy realizing, oh, I don't necessarily, I don't belong in this world because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 70 years behind on technology. Yeah. All my technical journals have failed me. Mm-hmm. The technical uh, journals. But it, I think, it's but there. A, I don't know if Dewan had the chops necessarily. Well, true. But I, also, I, thought, I, also, was, I, I thought he was doing a good bad. job. But I also think that the part of the point was it's is that his he's not really behind. You know, like there, like the the the, the specifics, like you know, oh, the dilithium crystal is in this is you know recrystallized in the thing now. You know, like that's like that's like trivia, yeah. but. When it came to like fundamentals and, and understanding how things worked, he was better than Jordy. You know, like when it, when they had to hot wire the engines, on hot wire the, the engines of a, of a ship from seventy years ago. Or well, just in general, I mean, like Jordy's like you can't pump that much energy into the thing, and, and he's like, well, of course you can, because you know, because I, wrote, I lie I li- in the manual. I literally wrote the book. You on monster! This. Well, um, Scotty just lies all the time. Oh yeah, it'll take me half an hour. Sorry, he's done it five minutes so that he looks like a fucking hero. Yeah. I liked that. Oh, the manuals are wrong, so that I cannot follow the manuals and look well, like no, a fucking hero. It's like he said when you're writing the manual. You err on the side of caution. Yeah, it's just like, you know, medicine, right? You know, the medicine says take, you know, don't take more than 200 milligrams. Well, eight or nine hundreds should be fine. I know. I have a, a Robitussin right now for my stupid throat. If people hear me coughing, I have a stupid throat thing right now. Um, and I realized, I know, it Ugh. sucks. Uh, I took the little cup uh, and in the dark filled it to the top because that's how you fill the stupid little cup and down it. And the next day, or today, I look at the little cup and the mark for where you're supposed to fill the thing to is all the way at the bottom. And I say this little cup is is like three times bigger than the little cup needs to be because I fucking filled that thing. Well, the cups are made <laughs> They don't want you to spill cap. it. I was mistaken. I was misled by this little cup. You have fuck your liver. Was it green? No, it was clear and it tastes awful. Yeah, the only Obviously. time you have to really As soon as like... you said you were drinking Robitussin, it made me like actually kind of gag a little bit. Yeah. Dimetap is bad. You should not take beyond the recommended dosage on most medicines, particularly on aspirin a... and Advil. Right? Aspirin is not terrible. Acetaminophen oh, is Yeah, acetaminophen is not terrible. Well, that one's bad for your liver and. Ibuprofen's bad for your kidneys, if I'm not, or your stomach stomach, lining or something. Yeah, that's that's my problem. Something important. I I, I take too much, or took, I haven't taken it in a long time, I take too much um, ibuprofen and now I have gastritis. Oh, Boo. Is that something that goes away? Uh, Or are you stuck with it for life? Well, I'm sure the pizza tonight helped. No, it turns out it's uh, it's not so much what you eat, it's how much you eat. Oh, Um, okay. That almost sounds like a gallbladder thing. That sounds like a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) This week on Man with Gastritis versus Food, I make mistakes. That would be a great. Oh my god, I would watch. That would be a great show. It's just a guy taking like, oh, (laughs) I don't know if it's a heart attack or not. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's be real, though. The best episodes of Man vs. Food were the ones where you're like, oh boy, he just ate how many ghost chilies? Oh no. His shit is gonna burn later. Oh, oh no. And also, there's an episode of the Golden Girls where Sophia thinks she has having a heart attack, but she's actually just having a gallbladder attack because of all oh, the shit she ate I that I think there's day. an episode of... Everybody loves Raymond or King of Queens or Mad About You or something like that, where there was a character that was in the hospital thinking they were dying, and it turned out it was just gas. Gas. <laughs> Speaking of going to the hospital, there was a line that Scotty says that made me angry. Mm-hmm. He says he says to Bev like, "Oh, at least the uh, the, me- the medical staff here is is prettier than the, on the, the doctors, original Enterprise. The doctors, yes, yes. I'm like, oh fuck you, Scotty. Bones was gorgeous." Chapel wasn't wasn't bad looking either. Well, she was, she a, was nurse, a nurse, not a doctor. She eventually was she a doctor. She was a doctor eventually. That's true. But was he ever on the ship when she was a doctor? Yeah, yes. during the movies. All right. Well, fine. Well, was she? Well, she was really only in motion motion picture, picture right? Yeah. The worst. Well, no. No. The, no. Not the, worst. The, the second third worst. Second worst, in my opinion. Interesting. Mm, put it ahead of uh, of search. Yeah, I hate search for Spock yeah. so much. No, 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 no that's my least favorite. So you, which so, one? Search. Three. Yeah, it's bad, right? Three okay. is the worst. Okay, but what about... Yeah, me so, too. So you put... So Three, you... and then one, and then five. Oh, really? You put one before five? On a, as being uh, shittier uh, yeah. than five? Yes, I do. Because wow. five at least is entertaining. One is just fucking boring and too long. Well, I'll give you that. Thank you. So I will say one thing that was helped by Scotty being Scotty mm. was it makes more sense for him to say that they soured the milk. Yeah. Coming out of him was like... That doesn't sound stupid coming out of him. Uh, Sounded stupid in the original episode, but here it's like, oh, yeah. That's another great example of, like, a really bad story to tell. Yeah. Scotty's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this time that I, like, was convicted or was uh, accused of murdering lots of women. And then Jordy's like, let me tell you about the time my spank bank hologram person actually showed up in real life and hated me. I'm willing he left out a lot of the... Yeah, I'm sure the details were in there. Do you think so? Because Scotty's been in a, stuck in a telegram... <laughs> telegram. <laughs> telegram. A teleporter for however long. Any any years. any sexy little piece of information might get him. I'm just saying. Now that's another thing about this episode. Now, this is, this <laughs> he is didn't kind come of out a, with a chub. This is kind of, yes. <laughs> this is kind of a one-off episode in that we're probably not going to hear any more about the Dyson Sphere or Scotty. It's mm. a shame. So, but one thing that that came up in this episode, which I think is pretty substantial, is you can live. Essentially, indefinitely yeah. in a transporter. Buffer. I mean, he had to, well, he had not to do Wilson some. So much he had to do so some cr- cr- crjiggery to make Franklin. it work. Yeah. Franklin, thank you. But that sounds like it just was because no one cared about a, Franklin. Something failed. Like a, a, Scotty like did. Was he was a, very upset for like, for point five seconds, and then he had a party. Like a well maintained transporter. Yeah, like you could make a device because he had, like you said, he had to like jury rig something. If you purpose built a transporter buffer based. You could you could bring right. people in stasis who are well, like you know dying of a disease and you know need every second they need. Well, they let me let me, let me let me let me let me let me tell you this one. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Spoiler alert, people. Oh my goodness. Uh, Star Trek Voyager is about a ship that's stranded in the Delta Quadrant. It's going to take like seventy years to travel back to Earth. Mm. Really? That's what the premise of the whole show is. It sounds terrible. Well, no wonder it, people don't like this show. It's lost in space in Voyager. No uh, offense, Ames. Anyway, so that's the premise for Voyager. I know you do. That's why. But I I don't feel like there's a spoiler because literally that's That's, the plot of the pilot episode. Oh, I wasn't calling spoiler. I just didn't know. Um, But anyway, so with this new Scotty rigging technique, could you not just put the entire crew into the transporter buffer Mm. and let the holographic doctor pilot it home? Oh, oh, pick me, pick me. Yes. Uh, they're in they're in a quadrant that they've never mapped before, so they should probably be a way to do mapping. But. And, st- and studying of new things that they that you know would be valuable information to bring back to Starfleet. Well, that's kind of what Janeway thinks too. The, the captain. I would make a great Janeway. Well, I'm a horrid bitch. I also. Think, <laughs> I think she's a horrible captain, considering all the time she and fails I, to get her crew home. And I like to smack Seven of Nine around. Take that it, as you will. Well, that's not my like kink, like but it's okay. Play, play, play the bongos with Seven of Nine. <laughs> The only one I remember ever playing an instrument was Harry. He played the clarinet. Uh, 
That's true. Well, Seven and uh, the Doctor were singers. That's true. That's true. But still, no bongos that I recall. Well, <laughs> I recalled them quite well. Hey. No, no, again, there was just the clarinet. I went through puberty when that show was on the air. So you were doing a lot of balancing of the checkbook <laughs> to Seven of Nine? Uh, awesome. <laughs> so, what else? Do one allegedly urge DS9 writers to add Scotty to the cast. I read that, yeah. They said no. <laughs> Wait, what? He wanted to be like a main cast member on the show? I don't know how main that would have been, been amazing. but it would have been it would have been very different. I mean, they basically do that later with Worf on DS9. Yeah. yeah. Put in a character from the previous series. I don't think The thing is, I think the caliber of acting talent on TNG surpasses what was available in the in the 60s and in except that. for DeForest Kelly. Yeah, I mean I'm not he's saying timeless. I mean I think I think DeForest Kelly but he's also, Shatner and he's and, also only and, got a couple uh, of years Nimoy left. are all good actors, but I think You think Shatner's a good actor? I think in his way he is. I think he's definitely has a style that's unique to him, but I don't think he's a bad actor. Um, I don't think he's a good actor. I, mean, I think he was right for that role. Yeah. I, I agree with that. But I don't think, I think that some of the secondary actors, I don't think Walter, Takei, Nichols, or... Uh, you shut your whole I just, mouth. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that they've, you know, Takei in particular has kind of become a better actor probably over well, time. Well, you don't know if he's become a better actor, he's just become a bigger celebrity. That's true. But I don't think, and I guess Nichelle Nichols is pretty good. Yeah. She just didn't get to say anything more than yeah, like, didn't have I, Captain. Um, Channel I open, sir. Let's say I have one job on this ship. <laughs> I guess stupid, but, but I'm, I'm going to do it. My point is, if you put a, an act, one of those actors on TNG as a regular character. Or DS9. Or any 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 show, I, don't th- I think they'd stand out. And not just because they're old, but because <laughs> they are not pulling their weight. I bet Nichelle could have gone toe to toe with any TNG. Yeah, actor. I take that back. Yeah, Nichelle actually was pretty talented. She didn't get to say anything. Yeah, well, but when she did, and when you ha- and I have seen her act Cause she since got to then, do, and she got to do more job. in like the films too. Yeah, like a little bit, not like a lot, but you just get the impression. At least I get the impression <sighs> that she's pretty damn good based on that. So, but imagine like scenes. Presumably, you know, they'd put him on and also still brought Colmini over. You could have had them just like, I mean, Colmini's accent is actually his accent, but the two of them just accenting at each <laughs> other for hours. Well, that's the other thing, too. In the 60s, it wasn't like a problem to have Craig an American guy making a really, really terrible Scottish accent on TV. Yeah. That would have stood out in in uh, the 90s. More. Yeah, it would have been a little weird. Because, you know, by the 90s, people knew what Scotland was. <laughs> Wait, that's a real place? Yeah. Not like Wales. The Loch, Loch Ness Monster lives there. Whoa. Yeah. And they She's eat a haggis. superstar. Is there anybody else important that lives there? The Queen? Queen doesn't live in Scotland. No, no, she has a she has an estate, Belmoral, in Scotland. Uh, it's real. A big part of the plot of the Queen. She spends some time. Yeah, come Good on. Movie. Don't you know Is the it her queen? summer home? Or does she live there? No, it's like one of her many estates. How many corgis? But where does she live most of the time? I mean, Buckingham Palace. Okay, that's where she lives. Okay, all right. So in fairness, though, before the United Kingdom was formed, Scotland and the UK were two independent states that were eventually joined by having a common ruler in King James. I don't know. I don't know who the first king of both was. It It might have been Mary. It's a good story, bro. Point is... Uh, so there is a point. There, the Queen of England is also the King of Queen of the Scotland. King of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, there it's different a, rules. It's there. a weird thing, you know. Yeah. Are we done with relics? Um, no, Ames, because relics always have something left to offer us. Relics. I want to go back very, very, very briefly to the fucking green beverage again. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, and just mention because I forgot to mention this when I was griping about it earlier. Uh, that scene was originally meant for Guinan, but she wasn't available. Kind of. Oh, that sucks too. But that would have been good because she was also. I, I'm pretty sure Whoopi Goldberg is a big original series fan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's yeah, kind of a shame that she didn't get to. She, act she, with she loved one of her uh, heroes. Michelle Nichols. Probably still does. So. Um, Schism. Wait, I was gonna say one other thing is that I figured Schism. the time is right that like the original green. Was a very very dark green liquid, and God knows what it was. But who wants to bet that the green 
of TNG was probably just a shitload of Ecto Cooler. Oh, I was actually awesome. thinking it looked like I'd Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler's dope. Yes. Do you know that in the early 2000s they changed the name of it to Orange Mango Tanger Green? I did not, but it makes sense. Uh, Sounds tasty. And like I, because I was looking for it one day in the supermarket, and I couldn't find it, so I grabbed orange mango tanger green, thinking, "Well, okay, this kind of looks like it." Uh, and it was; it was the same stuff. They just, I think, the real Ghostbusters was no longer a thing, and they figured that in that marketing tie in it. Just yeah, most that license the kids that, fucking yeah, it. and the license expired, and they weren't going to pay the money for it. And as far as I know, they don't make it at all anymore. But that's a damn shame because that shit was fucking delicious. They actually re-released sugar. Didn't they re-release Ecto Cooler for the re- uh, new Ghostbusters film? I think briefly? so, but yeah. it was yeah, it was like they a limited did, edition. But I refused to buy it because women. Oh yeah, that Agreed. makes sense. Yeah, they would, were after all raping your childhood. They I don't really know if you did. were aware of that. They really did. Yeah. Joking aside, too, no, they probably fucked with the formula and made it less delicious. Probably I mean, less sugar. They like, that actually with, um, less delicious, or like, it wouldn't be as good because nostalgia. Shh. Okay. Same thing. They did that with Surge. They re-released What did they Surge? do to it? Did they take out the it chemicals did, that makes your no, balls shrink up no, or whatever it was? It, was? it, just, it just wasn't, because they re-released it and it was a big, but it was a big marketing scheme. I ordered some like a fool. <laughs> because it was like a, a nostalgia thing, and I was like, oh, I'd love to have Surge. You know what I think they should re-release? Do you oh remember, my God. Do you remember um, Zima. <laughs> the red Dr. Pepper? Everyone remembers yeah, the red Yeah, Dr. Dew? Pepper red. That shit was yeah, great. It was great. It was good stuff. I think it was like extra cherry, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like cherry Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yes, Relics, I don't know. Just speaking of nostalgia, I, I thought it was cute. You it know. was fun. It's definitely the better of the two this week. It's it's probably the the best one for a little while now. Yeah. Um, well, it's the it's the better of the like you know I saw you know the Scotty and the Spock episodes like first of all it's only one episode that's true instead of two the plot is much more straightforward and simple yes but yes as you did say the absolute best let's bring back a TOS person is still Sarah yeah that one's amazing yeah and then they brought him back again to kill him for a shitty episode thanks true. a lot unification. Fucking. So there we go. There's another thing this episode didn't do. It didn't uselessly kill Sarek. <laughs> they just keep bringing them back to uselessly kill It also him. didn't uselessly. Or oh, you, no, I he think, killed Sarek. I mean, you it would have kind of been a bummer, and I don't know how I would have liked it, but for some reason, I remember the way I. I haven't seen this episode in quite a while, and the way I remembered it ending was Scotty staying behind on the ship. Hmm. The, on the ship that gets blowed up. Oh. Um, oh. That's very different. While, uh, that he'd while get blown so up. Jordy escapes. I don't know oh, why. Oh shit! I, I don't remember. Wh- I don't know why I remembered it that way, but I did. Because it would have been a better. So episode, I was a little pleasant. I was mark. pleasantly surprised. I was like, "Oh, he actually survived. Oh, that's that's great." Um, and they just give him a shuttlecraft without asking Starfleet. Um, yeah. Well, plus they're on their way to a starbase. You think they just take him there? I, and again, I don't know if my fake ending would have been better, worse, or or not. If he did a, had a heroic sacrifice. Mm. Um, well, it would have really upset me if he fucking gave his life for Jordy after Jordy was such a fucking Well, it would have not just been for Jordy. It would have been it for everybody. It would have been, like, it would have entirely changed the tone that this episode needed to be. Yeah. Like, it was, as I said, it was very superficial for most of it. If by the end, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's killed himself for our benefit, you'd be like, what the fuck just happened in yeah. the episode? What did I just watch? I just got slapped in the face. Yeah, yeah no, that's <laughs> It started out like a fan wank, and now... Now I'm crying. Also, fan apparently, stab. they only realized after the episode came out, like, wait a minute, guys... The Janolan shields were up. How did they beam Jordy and Writer, The writers Scotty have admitted out? they entirely forgot. Apparently the way someone like explained it away later was like, oh, because uh, they were full fore and aft, so there was a gap in the well, middle. If, well, I say another possible explanation is uh, maybe... Uh, if you know the shield frequency, yeah, maybe yeah. you can maybe you can tune your transport. Plus, it's through it. it's much older shields. Maybe they just know how yeah. to punch through those ones maybe. now. Scott and Jordy both jumped at the same time. Also, <laughs> I don't see like how could they doubt that Scotty could rig the transporter to do the uh, the the diagnostic cycle? I mean, he's the man that invented transwarp beaming. <laughs> Has he done that yet? He he did did it with uh, Admiral Archer's prize beagle. <laughs> what? Kelvin. It's a line oh, from the Kelvin movie. Oh, God, fuck damn it. Fuck damn it. But yeah, so I, I just, grumble, grumble. It did do trouble. a very good job of establishing, like, really, Scotty really is just a fucking madman. All the crazy shit he does. He mm. was nearly suicidal there at the end. But like, maybe when, that's where Jake assumed he'd get yeah, killed. Maybe. But like, when you think about it, it's like, oh yeah, Jordy is a little more level-headed, isn't he? 
Right, so we've yeah. Well, we have ten minutes to talk about schisms. We don't need no, we yeah, don't need say, more than that. It's twice as much time as we I need. I think this is a great episode. What? You like it? You don't. The right. alien abductions right. in a, in a subspace plane. Hear me out. Okay. All right. No. I'm gonna play. Okay. You can decide if I'm playing devil's advocate or not. It's like it's um, night but, terrors but, all over again. Well, here's the thing. I think it's that not even this, as good as night terrors. No, it is better than night terrors. I think this one is probably the first moderately. I, okay, I want to say moderately, moderately successful. I'd say it's the closest they get to having a successful horror episode. Mm. Um, Night Terrors didn't. Ah. No, Night Terrors was stupid. Yes. Uh, this, okay. I think, like there was actually some uh, some good tension when we don't, you know, bef- before we know what's going on and people are just kind of losing time and their, um, and their arms. Yeah, and like that's really like I don't, I don't know, know I, how they did the same thing to Data when he's a completely different being, but whatever. Oh yeah, when they're like, oh, it looks like your arm was ripped off and put back on. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I thought that there was a. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. I, I I think the ending did not live up to the build up. Not at all. Um, it just ends. Yeah, they it just, just leave. It just sort of ends. Um, put put some police tape around this area and don't come back here. And yeah, and it certainly did feel to me a lot. It, the ending to me was very reminiscent of the ending of Conspiracy, mm-hmm. where it's like, ooh, there's this there's this threat, and, you know, will they attack us again? And it almost seems like it's the setup to a recurring villain. Yeah. But that, nope. I, I the, can assure you, goes nowhere. The, the writers really, really didn't like the, the critters. Apparently in Star Trek Online, they name them the, the Solani, and also they turn out to be servient, servants to the Iconians. Mm. Oh Jesus! Which is fun, but yeah, the the writers didn't like the alien costumes and like the aliens in general. They called them fish monks, so mm-hmm. they never brought them back again. See, in my in my kind of fan headcanon, and this is another Voyager thing. There's a species in Voyager that is kind of similar. They live in a parallel universe mm. uh, called Species Eight Four Seven Two, and they're they're kind of nefarious and they're curious about humans. Mm. They're like the really, really bad baddies, right? They're bad. Well, that's the thing. They're, I don't want to spoil too, too okay. much. But there's 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 some depth to them. I have seen one of them in Star Trek Timelines. So, Wait, what about those that very handsome race that Worf likes? Yes. <laughs> also fish monks. Sounds too much like chipmunks. So, yeah. In my headcanon, these, these guys are species 8472, and they just get a, um, they get a redesign for Voyager. That works. Hmm. I guess I, I decided to pop over to Memory Beta to see if there was anything else. About these guys. Memory Beta is another fan wiki, but it includes information from novels, comics, like all the licensed... So the non-canon stuff? Non-canon, but licensed by Paramount. Mm. So, like, not... They don't include, like, fan fiction. Um, Was the Star Trek Online stuff on there? I don't remember, but apparently they do reappear. I don't know if they're connected to the Iconians or not in a Titan novel, which I want to say is a Riker-focused series? Books. What is I think it? it's a ship he ends up commanding. Yeah, he commands. He gets transferred to the Titan right. after uh, Nemesis. Okay, yeah. So it's so he gets to he gets another go at them apparently in the books. Yikes! Uh. And he's got he's got personal bad beef with them. Yep. So Jake, to your point about schisms and horror, we're now getting to the seasons that actually like. So this is right around the time I started watching other Star Treks as a kid. So we're actually coming up to more and more episodes like, I, I definitely saw this one. I definitely saw this. This is one I definitely saw. And so I don't remember what I thought when I first saw it. But I know now I feel like, I get what you're saying, but I feel like it doesn't work as well on a second pass. Mm. Like, and you can say, yeah, well, uh, well... Yeah, it definitely doesn't work as well when you know what's going, anything. what's actually going on. Yeah, it, but I mean, it, and that's like, you might say, well, yeah, obviously. But I mean, there are so many things where even... When you know what's coming, you can still enjoy multiple watches mm, of them. Like, true. actually, the first time I ever saw The Usual Suspects, I'd actually, unfortunately, already had the big twist spoiled for me. But it's still an enjoyable it's watch. It's such a good movie. Um, or, you just watch it. Seven. Yeah. In yeah. fact, a lot of things with, with Kevin Spacey. Mm. Yeah, until the real twist was. I'm saying, yeah, except. Rapist piece of except garbage. Except his career in life. But yeah, like, I feel like. What a twist. That would, but that's the most terrifying twist of all. Mm, that's true. Yeah, the twist. Most of the people. Oh, good. Someone's shoveling. Well, it was about fucking time. The snow's been down for four days. <laughs> yeah, but today's the day that's not exactly soft enough to move. No, I know. I'm just ball busting because everyone and their mother that I know is like falling and hitting themselves and yeah. becoming hurt. 
So apologies, listeners. We're going to have some shoveling in the background. But yeah, so I don't know. I feel like there is a failing on the part of the episode that even on like a later viewing, it's still for me. I'm just like, it just doesn't work as well for me anyway. Yeah. I would say this is, yeah, this is this movie, a movie. This is an episode that I've seen a few times. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I saw it when I was a kid. And something about this episode that pissed me off from the very first time I watched it as a kid. And it continues to piss me off to this fucking day. Mm-hmm. Is... What the fuck, holodeck? <laughs> like, seriously, put the table at an incline. Okay, here's a completely different table. Yes, yes. Okay, make that table into metal. Okay, here's a fucking gurney. Uh, I have that note. It's yes. like, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's like, clearly they just didn't have the time or resources to make just all some the... Props I know, and to, and to say, like... All the, like, iterative stages. The, the four people who are like, oh yeah, there was definitely a table. None of them are like, wait a minute, it was an exam table, which is entirely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, it's not really a table. It's something different than a table. But we're gonna keep calling it a table, like, you're, you know, having fucking dinner at it. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, you know, oh yeah, there was, a, there was like, a, a, you know, an arm thing over yeah. it. And like, okay, here's an arm thing with a giant fucking laser machine yep. on the end of it, it already, like, yeah like and like i remember i like this is a, a, a memory that i definitely have of watching this episode when i was a kid and being like why is it how is it inferring these things yeah how does it know this stuff and then it's like how it knew what what version of the enterprise scotty needed to see yeah, yeah. based on how much of that whiskey was mm-hmm. in his system this, <laughs> is, uh, this is even less believable than that no, and that scene went on for so oh, yeah. fucking I, I, long well that's like okay okay the poetry scene. Too fucking long. Oh, no, I'm that sorry. was the only oh, good scene in the whole Not episode. long enough. Too long. Not long enough. Agreed. Mutt the barber could have been cut by a little no. bit. By his this scissors. was too long. Like, this episode... There was no plot. Ran short. Yeah, the barbershop could have been shorter, but no, there should be a whole episode of just Data making poetry. I think there is. In fact, I want there to be a book of Data's poetry, and I want to thrive on it. I also love how well he takes crit- uh, constructive criticism. Well, of course, because he does. I know He's so an many writers who can't. <laughs> I think what happened. I think the writers they Shots wanted fired. to do kind of like a thriller horror mystery plot mm. and they're like oh well what if the crew is losing time what if they're what having if like, you know abduction like a stuff. shared vision and then it turns out it's an abduction okay and then they roll themselves to a corner because they're like okay well how do we resolve this well we have to show who's abducting them oh we do or like we have to have a resolution yeah oh they, li- they live in subspace and also something's happening in this cargo bay where there's a a lit light well, wall? It reminded me a lot of, uh, you know what kind of reminded me of that whole thing? And especially the, the thing in Riker's room that sucked him in mm. um, was uh, Poltergeist. The, the yeah. fucking hole in the wall yeah. in Poltergeist. Mm. Fucking love that movie. Is it a hole in the wall? I thought it was the TV or some shit. There's there's multiple. There's the TV. Yeah, there's a couple. But, but then there's, there's the end is a hole in the wall. Uh, yeah. The only thing I remember about Poltergeist is the fucking clown doll. Oh, yeah. Attacking the kid in his room. I'm like, no. The clown doll didn't bother me as much when I was a kid. The thing that really bothered me about that same scene, though, was the tree eating him. Oh, that was funny. Like that. See, I always forget the about the tree. Out. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna bring it back. And I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Bev lots of guff because God fucking damn it, Bev, you're the worst doctor. Um, <laughs> worse than Bones? Way in this case, way worse. I will tell you why. Okay. So, so Riker hasn't been sleeping well. So she tells him, "Oh, you should drink this warm oh. milk toddy oh, warm thing milk from Aunt Adele." That's and I'm looking back. So gross. I'm looking back at the very fucking first episode of TOS, The Man Trap, when McCoy wanted to go to sleep and was, you know, needed to take something to sleep, and he took some kind of a concoction of some sort, yep. knocked him the fuck out. Yep. You have better sleeping mechanisms. McCoy has taken it. The first time we ever saw McCoy. No, that that's like maybe it was a hot milk toddy. I have a note in the mind thing is like Riker's face even says like are you f- fucking Bev give this, me drugs this, this holistic bullshit what are you wasn't there what in, the like, fuck Bev wasn't there also uh, like a thing that Bev had the somnatic inducer or whatever? yeah no there's so many options why she decided to go full fucking anti-vax well, mom because it was a callback to the thing when she had the, the thing and yeah the, maybe his insurance doesn't cover it Aunt Adele that bitch getting, yeah no oh, that was dumb that was so gross though too like I messaged Chris and was like really Hot milk toddy? Yeah, no. I mean, seems... hot toddies are delicious, but you don't put milk in a hot toddy. Well, hot You put does. whiskey in it. Well, that bitch is you crazy. You put whiskey and milk. No, you don't put milk. It's like tea, whiskey, and honey. You don't put milk. It would be disgusting. I have a cinnamon stick. Mm. <laughs> to your milk, hot milk toddy? Obviously. 
I understand that the idea was warm milk is supposed to make you sleepy and toddies make you sleepy because hard liquor. And it's the future. But, like, let's not mix them together, shall we? Mm. But, yeah, you're right. I, I agree that you go to the, you say, you go to the doctor and say, hi, I'm insomnia and I cannot sleep. And have you seen how much effort I put into my bedhead look? Mm. Rub some bourbon onto your gums. I'll take care of it. Apparently, though, hot milk toddies are a thing outside of Star Trek. They didn't break <laughs> it up. Um, oh, speaking of Riker's hair tusslement, this episode <laughs> also debuts Troy's new hairstyle, and I liked it. Yeah, yeah I noticed that's right. It was supposed that. to. He looks like a poodle. It was supposed to debut in the last episode, but they cut the scene. Ah, and good riddance. She did kiss him at the end, still. True. Mm. Well, she just feels so young again, Troy. Robe a tussle. Because the last time she was really old. Oh, that's true. She was, and she needed to do something about the hair. Yeah, I um, like it though. Yeah, no, it looked good. Looks good. Sorry. Certainly looks better than... Whose hair is it that I object to in the movies? Bev's? Beverly, yeah. Looks way better than I'll Bev's have, I'll fucking have, shitty I'll have lots hair. of notes about she Bev's hair like, next yeah, week. She does like a Jennifer Aniston thing. It doesn't work for her. Oh no, they cut off Riker's arm. He needs that for jerking it. <laughs> was it his arm or somebody else's? It was his. Oh, was it? Yeah. His? Yeah. his was the arm that was off with Mike Is Ryan's. that why when Two. he was looking at that screen and his with his hand that he ended up you know, being weirded out by himself? Or was that something else? No, I think it was the, the for some reason, with the edge of the panel specifically. Well, because he, when they were doing the... the Police sketch artistry? Yeah, yeah he, he was the one that Failures. remembered that there was a control panel. Oh. Which, I will say, when we finally see the actual exam table, no fucking control panel. Funny. Hmm. Yeah, a number of the things, it wasn't inclined. A number hmm. of the things that they specified it was... Was it was not the only thing that was there was there was the the claw there was the thing yeah the hook that that Worf described yeah they're scissors no fact, more like tweezers yeah so no maybe maybe suction cup there's a thing Worf described that was there and then like the the clasp that like the restraint yeah. was there hmm. but the rest of it did not look much like what they talked about. Hmm. <laughs> Well, that's because all of them had, you know, didn't have the memory for it because they were all asleep at the time. Mm. I will say I appreciated that it wasn't all just, well, I mean, there's one, but, you know, they had someone that wasn't one of the main cast. They had a bunch of people who weren't, yeah. That was they, a nice they, touch. They killed off what's-his-nut. Yeah. Hagler. Everyone is fine except the dead guy. He's fine. No. That uh, was apparently just a continuity error. Yeah. My, not, my mom is what are you doing a, my uh, research, Chris? <laughs> My mom is kind of a alien abduction enthusiast. I feel like this came up once. This. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's very into like paranormal shit and aliens in particular. And Whose side is she on? The aliens? I don't know. Wouldn't you be? Um, one thing that she's mentioned to me before is people who profess to have been victims of abduction often report lost time. Yeah. Like they'll go to bed and they'll wake up and lots of time will have passed, but they won't have experienced it, also known as falling asleep. But, um, what? <laughs> or passing up Did drunk. they have a milk toddy? <laughs> I, Sleep I was driving my truck home from the bar, and next thing I know, I woke up four hours later in a car field. <laughs> Bust <of> an aliens. <laughs> have you seen these crop circles where my truck spun out? Oh, that's a good point. I like that. So yeah, I mean, it, so it seems like they were working into this episode a lot of the yeah. the mytho the mythos around alien abduction. It's also worth noting that that X Files was on at the same time. I almost started mm-hmm. whistling um, the X Files, which is like a, another. It was so alien abduction was very much a pop culture. That's copyrighted, um, is it? Probably. <laughs> no, it is. It's a yes, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, phenomena at the time. Sure. Also, just thinking of sometimes like. What? You know, Riker lays down, Jordy's there, he's like, I I just went to bed. It's like, yeah, welcome to adulthood, Riker. <laughs> That's what it feels like sometimes. No shit. Mm. God, I mean, how many times we all have that collectively, just the four of us? Yeah. Never. I don't sleep. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> because you're always with the aliens. That's true. That must mm-hmm. be it. I wrote in my notes, I have no idea what's going on with this portal thing. <laughs> I think, which I think, which one? I think I missed all of the techno battle about whatever that thing in the cargo bay was. Oh yeah, so that was just the base of the whole the fish monks had punched through to our universe so they could do. Now what I don't science. understand, right? Here's Monking? here's uh, um yes um so uh, <laughs> I I would like to point out that 
it was not until Riker had docked with Jordy and Data that they decided to implement the uh, routing the scanners through the main deflector to increase the efficiency. However, the episode started with Riker waking up. Later, Jordy says that it was their modifications to the sensors that caused the aliens to be able to find their universe. Therefore, oh. Riker was either already having insomnia before the abduction started He's a and fish it's monk. just a coincidence. He's a fish monk. Or Jordy was full of shit. I believe it's probably I believe either of Jordy those. being full or, of shit. Or or uh fish monk. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah. But that but somehow like, punching a hole in the universe went back in time. But you're right. May I guess. Yeah, no, yeah that, that was I the didn't thing, was that, it like yeah, normally yeah. they couldn't the aliens weren't able to detect our universe. Mm. But when they had because the modifications that they did to the sensors, the aliens were able to I find them. Like it was like a beacon. The same yeah. it was basically the same thing that Riker did when he deliberately planted a beacon in their yeah. time frame, their universe or whatever. Yeah, that was a pretty big oversight. Yeah. Riddle me that, Star Trek. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think I don't hate this episode as much as you all did. I was mostly bored, yeah, was confused, kind of and yeah. tired. It, I feel like it was a slow burn, and I don't think it was really worth the slow burn. It was a slow burn but, that ended in kind of a sad didn't. It wasn't burny enough. It didn't have that jalapeno flavor it uh. needed. <laughs> I didn't mind the burn. I was, you know, I wasn't did burned you, out on it. Did you feel the burn? Yeah. I did. I, you know, because I don't know, I, I like kind of the mystery thriller angle. I don't think it was handled the best at all times. And I feel that the ending was weak mm. and the aliens were stupid. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. But no, I'm not saying I really <laughs> I mean, liked it. I mean, everything about it sucked, but I thought it was a good episode. I, was, I don't know. I, I would not... Not watch this episode again. There are oh, episodes that I'm I definitely never watching this there's episode. Episodes again. that I will never watch again. I won't say this is an episode I will never watch again. It's low on the list, but yeah. it's not in the no, many episodes. It's not in the, this one. the Royale pile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about the Royale. Oh, What's the I tried. Oh, that yeah, fucking yeah, shitty casino, casino one. Who the? Oh, that was just so bizarre. It was like a freaking. Uh, what's a what, Twin Peaks guy? Yeah, no, uh, David Lynch. David Lynch episode. All right, cool. Are we done then with these? I think so. Yes, but first I just want to mention, after the last time we met and you were talking about ice cream cake, I stopped on the way home and bought an ice cream cake. Smart. Clever girl. You bring me one? Fuck no, you already had one. You what, kind, what, kind, what kind did you get? You know, uh, a mini Carvel, like one of the like little, like okay, the small yeah, rounds. Yeah. Those are the bomb. Those are the bomb. Um, com. We're going to need a new one yeah, soon because I know this is gonna, this episode's going to air after the Super Bowl. Don't tell us what happened. Um, but <laughs> Go Chiefs! But Wait, no. <laughs> fuck. But there are Carvel game ball cakes in stock and they are the best. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, is they don't look like they have frosting and the, no, the frosting is my second favorite they do thing. They do have frosting. They're the crunchies. The crunchies. There's so many yeah, crunchies. It's, it's oh, wait, so is it frosted it is, then no, no, crunched so it on is, top? No, no, so it is like, it is, okay, so it's ice cream cake in the in the middle. Yes. Does it also have crunchies? Okay, so it's, okay, all right. So it's a layer of, I believe the bottom layer is chocolate. Yes. And then it's got a layer of crunchies. crunchies. And then there's a layer of vanilla. vanilla. And then the whole thing is shaped into a, a, football. Fo- a half football. And then it's coated in a fudge. And then the fudge is encrusted in crunchies. And then the... Stitching on the ball oh, is, is done is done in the in the, in the traditional Carvel frosting. So you be, you're basically getting all the best parts of the Carvel cake in 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 what is my opinion the best proportions. Because uh, I do like I like the fro- I do like the frosting as well, but I like the crunchies more. But that's not saying I will take any Carvel cake anytime. But here's the thing, right? So we had that Carvel cake, mm-hmm. and it was the football. Yes, and. Uh, Man, Carvel's got to pay us. Shit. Sponsored by Carvel, people. Um, Dude, if Carvel sponsored us, I would be the happiest, saddest Just send us like coupons for ice cream cakes. If anybody listening knows Carvel, tell them knows to send us Carvel. Like, James Carvel, the, the political commentator, is the owner of Carvel Cakes. Oh my fuck. I don't know if they still do, but apparently at some point... They yeah, made Snickers one where one. the interior was all Snickers ice cream? Uh, fuck that. I don't want that. I want the I traditional. I want the plain old... I will eat either, but I would prefer the original. There at, was a Reese's one at the um. Do you, so here's the thing. Uh, 
at the oh, yeah, Hartford at the actually. at the Hartford Civic Center where it's the, the XL Center now. Uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Where the uh, where the uh, AHL team plays. Um, Go pack. They uh, they the concessions there. At least last time I was there, actually sell Carvel soft serve ice cream, hmm. which is something I've never seen before. I've only ever seen Carvel go in the context game. of Sounds ice good. cream cakes. Which with the hockey? Yeah, yeah, but that'd be cool. Apparently, it exists. You can, and it tastes just like because the Carvel ice cream cake ice cream doesn't taste like regular ice cream. No, cream. It's no a, it tastes. It reminds me of like a hoodsie. Almost. It's its own thing, mm. and they have there's a soft serve version of that yes, at the please. XL Center. They also have crunchies. I think they just have jimmies and stuff. Motherfuckers, fucking. And the point is, we had the football. We took it to a party. Which let me tell you, you think you buy an ice cream cake. With a made in the shape of football and it's for some kind of party? No. Because you take it to a party, people are going to eat it that aren't you. And uh, I ended you up, did fuck up. I ended up getting one of because I cut it and I was trying to be, you know, as even handed as I can. Because one thing about the football cake, it's, weird it's, shape. it's really it hard to cut shape. it in equal slices. And I gave everybody their choice of slice. And of course, I ended up with what I believe a was, tiny, the, was the smallest slice. of the slices. I got the best slice, the end piece yeah, with all yeah, the crunchies. You bitch. Yeah. You got the end piece. And I think it had some frosting on it. Yeah. Yeah. I really got well, shafted. This fucking bitch, huh? So, yeah. So, I, we definitely need That's to get another ice cream cake. All for Jakey. All for Jakey. <laughs> Can I have some? No. We get a second get one for own. Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> per- no, dude. I personal legit- ice cream cake. Oh, my God. If we all just had an ice cream cake, that would be amazing. <laughs> I legit, though, here's the thing. Our audience that doesn't personally know us, which is like three people, let's be real. If that. If even that many. Um. Yeah. Must think that we are literally the fattest people on the planet. And we're not small by any stretch. I mean... Uh, Ames is tiny Ames is small. The rest of us, we could lose a few. I'm not just going to say it. But we are not sit down and eat an ice cream cake in one sitting, people. I don't want to give that impression. That's true. Takes I only sittings. ate half of the ice cream cake that I brought the other day. <laughs> uh, uh, let's wrap uh, this up. All right, people. We're going to wrap it up now. That was your Carvel ad for the day. <laughs> Uh, but I'm serious, like... A new one tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, get me a cake. Uh, get that man a cake! Get the cake! Stat! <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was the fattest thing I've done today. Um, <laughs> Is it really? I don't know. I did eat those pizzas. Um, all, all of them. A mil- you remember that, that book that turned out to be bullshit? A Million Little Pizzas? <laughs> this book but I'd like oh to... it was by Papagino no there was a book that was like featured is on, it for in... children no it was, it was Jenkin was... Jenk what's his name Ken Jenkin Ken Jenkin it was it was a um it was a book that was featured in Oprah's book club supposedly about this guy's like hard life and his drug addiction it was not a million little pizzas it was a million little pieces oh and then like I get the and like now. it was a big sob story and it was really famous. It's like hard to and watch from came, Thirty Rock. Yeah, well, yeah, and especially in that it was bullshit uh, <laughs> because it turned out that a lot of the stuff in the book was embellished and like it got like re- you know Oprah didn't take kindly to it. It was a big media to thing do. Yeah. 10 Don't years get ago. Oprah pissed, man. Probably more than ten years ago at this point. Yeah, anyway. a while ago. Anywho, how much have we wrapped this up yet? We're wrapping it up now. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, I think that's all we have to say about these two episodes. These two cakes. Ah, (laughs) mm, cake. Mm. Uh, Next week, we will be talking about two new episodes of Star Trek Generation and Carrot Cake. Um, And Carrot Cake. Um, Carrot Top Cake. What on ice cream cake with cream cheese frosting? (laughs) Has I think, anybody, I think it, you would literally die, but it sounds that? like a great idea. Yeah. Check Tasty. I'm sure it's on there. Uh, I mean, I don't see why you couldn't do that. Why couldn't um, you? you can, I mean, I like regular cake with cream cheese frosting and ice cream. Why not? Anyway, we will be doing two episodes, the first of which is True Q. Ugh. True Q. True Q. True Q. True Q. Followed by Rask. That does not look like it says Rascals. It looks like it says Rosk. Rosa. Rose. Roskda. Roskda. Roskdi. R O S C D I is what I see. I saw Rose Doctor. Rose. I'm not lie. Rose Doctor. Listen, yeah. I, I've, I've always said my handwriting is atrocious. That's a bad. That's. I, that usually, I usually can read these. That, that one was tough. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll be talking about True Q and Rascals. Rascals. Those, oh yeah, that didn't help you at all. Those <laughs> those little rascals. So those are two episodes of the show <laughs> yeah. uh, that we'll talk about next week. And we'll also be saying goodbye, at least for a while, to uh, a good friend, uh, yeah. Mr. Yep. Uh, Miles O'Brien. It will be his final episode is And we'll be Rascals. saying all r- good riddance to Keiko. And good riddance. Bye, Keiko. And Molly. And Molly. And it's Molly's first and last episode. Well, being played by that actress, she does not appear in any more TNG. Well, that's fucking good because. Ugh. Well, that that they have the same actress in DS Nine. So. Oh. Sorry. We'll get to it next week. That's, uh, why, people, you'll, you'll that's why people don't like DS Nine. Um, but anyway, um, so we will be uh, doing that next time. Until then, find our show podcast television. Shit. <laughs> Hold on. Podcast Scratch that. Reverse it. Uh, we're going to have a podcast about Shit-cast television. Cast. Stop. Dot. Stop yelling. Stop. Please. Uh, oh, Jake. All right. So we're going to talk about two episodes next. Fuck. No. We already did that part. I'm Ross, so lost. Ross doctor. I'm so, Ross doctor. Ross doctor. Ross doctor. All right, if so, you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, you can subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Shut up. Shut up. I got it. You can subscribe <laughs> on iTunes.net slash podcasts. Start a steer by Facebook. Start a steer by search. Twitter, Tumblr, SSHB Podcast, website, SSHBpodcast.com, uh, Google Podcast, SoundCloud, <laughs> five stars, do it, fuck, this is Jake, this, this has been Chris, Jake is on, you're putting me under a lot of pressure, this is Abe, they're this squeezing is... my balls, Caitlin, to the fine people at Carvel, we're normally a little calmer than this during the outro, please sponsor us, eat a fucking cake, That was right in my ear. Cake us out! Cake us out! This has been cake! This has been cake! This is always cake! (laughs) Don't you dare take that out, my God. (laughs) Wow! Wow! I'm fucking crying. (laughs) 